1: They did it. VGK clinches the Pacific and the Western Conference titles with a 3-1 win over the Kraken. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. You could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. That's where you can find a lot of my predictions as well. They're doing so, so darn well. And you could find us at Lockdown Golden Knights on YouTube. Please subscribe.
0: almost got the coffee spit meme four seconds into the show. Good job, Tony.
1: I was working on that. So, Chris, uh, VGK not only wraps up the season with a franchise record, 111 points and 51 wins, and the Golden Knights uh, come off of... Uh, A terrific season and a great battle and a great race. I think an epic race, uh, an epic finish down to the final game against the hottest team in the West and perhaps the hottest team in the NHL Edmonton. And uh, they pull out the victory last night. And I, I thought that this was a battle, a race for the ages. I hate to hype it up too much, but it was sensational from the first of the year, I guess up until the finish of the regular season or even after the all-star break up until now?
0: Yeah. I mean, after the all-star break definitely is where both teams showed what they're capable of doing, starting with the Edmonton Oilers. They are, I'll say this again. I mean, I'm very happy with the golden Knights dusted off my old uh, conference championship hat for uh, today's show as a special little uh, token, you know? Um, so very excited about things and, Edmonton, though, they're going to be extremely tough in the playoffs. We'll save that for another show. Uh, The Golden Knights were able just to simply one up them. The Golden Knights, as good as the Oilers have been, the Golden Knights have the best record in the West since the All-Star break. And, of course, now uh, for the entire season. So both teams are extremely hot. We should be able to avoid each other for one, even possibly two rounds, depending on uh, what happens on the other side of um of the conference so hopefully um i mean listen the it's pretty safe to assume that the conference championships going through edmonton and or i say or because edmonton and vegas could face each other depending on how all things shake out so you know it's gonna be a big ride but we can't get too far ahead of uh, the winnipeg jets will have something to say about that as coach cassidy loves to say lately about uh the opponents um you know, Winnipeg is not going to be an easy out, and we'll see how that shakes out starting on Tuesday, I believe. Monday is what I originally thought. It's actually going to be Tuesday, Thursday at T-Mobile Arena.
1: Riley Smith had the uh, the goal last <laughs> night. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, uh, the response for uh, for the Kraken, but then uh, Seattle could not score anymore. Uh, terrific outing for Larry Broswile last night. But I was getting flashbacks during that game. Oh, remember, I think it was in 2021, it might have been the first meeting ever between VGK and uh, the Kraken, and oh, wasn't there yeah, a controversial kicked-in goal, uh, Chandler Stevenson, the game ooh. winner, do you remember that?
0: I do, I don't remember the the meat and potatoes, sort of speak, of it, but I do remember there was definitely Me neither, controversy. what's Google and
1: what's research on this show, I'm just... I had a little flashback.
0: Okay, Google and research. We just planned the show ten minutes ago, folks. Before we went online, <laughs> um, but the Riley Smith goal was pretty funny, right? In his interview between the first and second period, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about ESPN in our third WTF segment because they were terrible as always. But what did
1: he say? What did he say? So what he
0: said he credited he credited the team playing the team soccer skills
1: before oh, the game.
0: You know, because they all play the where they they juggle the ball, sack? the competition, last oh. one standing, and he literally said that in the intermission interview and i I knew they were going to review it because his foot did move and it's the terminology they use whether this is the official terminology or not but it's like a soccer kick right and they're looking for the foots to basically go in a motion where you follow through and the blade of your skate leaves the ice to determine a distinct kicking motion you can deflect the puck and that's certainly what he did you saw him turn try to disrupt the puck and uh next thing you know it's in the back of the net good old Grubauer certainly uh Grubauer did not have a good game yesterday the Golden Knights didn't attack a whole lot but Grubauer that goal was not very good Um, you know, and there was a couple that just snuck through there. Nick Wah basically loses the puck and just funnels it to the net. He totally misplays in the third, it bounces off the post. So, you know, Seattle there's not to knock on Seattle as they're in a little bit of a vulnerable state this week, but there's a big talent gap between the two teams right now. You look at how they the Vegas Golden Knights played last night against them, giving a you know, I mean, the effort was there, but the execution wasn't. Mm -hmm. They maybe were you know, at a 60% talent rate where Seattle gave everything they had, including the kitchen sink, which kind of surprised me. And they couldn't pull away out of this one. Credit Brosois for just an amazing game. He is our, our day one, uh, game one playoff starter. And in a perfect world, he's going to start for the next 20 to 22 games
1: and not give up that net no matter what happens behind him. Alec Martinez, the game-winning goal. Uh, <laughs> from, the doorstep, third, <laughs> <just> <laughs> from the doorstep. From the doorstep. Third of the year. Uh, but what made that uh, an odd uh, goal for VGK was the fact that it was a delayed penalty. So Larry Brossois skates off the ice, and then after several missed opportunities, uh, technically, it's a shorthanded goal for the VGK. Stupid. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's not a
0: WTF. You're, you're taking my thunder, but yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. But in any event, I mean, you have to have rebound control and – Grubauer stopped the first shot that was coming in on him, but again, he didn't secure it. Right. So- Rebound
0: control. And you can't leave. I mean, credit Alec Martinez for doing what you're supposed to do when you are on the extra attacker mode, Alec Martinez says, "Screw it, I'm just going to go to the slot and see what happens. And sure enough, the puck finds him and he actually like, he didn't whiff on it, but the puck was kind of on edge. Someone disrupted it, which elevated just enough to get over Grubauer. So you know, like I said, Alec Martinez, the vet, only his third goal of the year, but the dude knows a thing or two about scoring big goals as he does have an overtime Stanley Cup clinching goal with the L- LA Kings. And same Thanks. thing, kind of, right? They Thank came down man. on a three on two mm-hmm. rush. Alec Martinez starts the play from the low circle, and then the shot comes from the right side. Alec Martinez is skating right down Broadway untouched, and uh. The same way he scored his first goal with the Golden Knights as well. If you want to go check that out, when this is even better now. Uh, Ryan Reeves though, was on the team then, and Ryan Reeves was chirping him because Martinez went to celebrate and fell right on his butt, and it was, uh, yeah, that was a fun moment right there. Hopefully, we get a hopefully we get another failed Alec Martinez celebration late in the playoffs.
1: And then, of course, uh, Stevenson with the empty netter. Uh, We saw the return of Jack Carlson. What are you doing? You had a chance to
0: get Tony so tilted. Carlson had a shot. He had a chance yesterday to get an empty netter. Tony, he did.
1: Did I need to be more tilted? We'll get into that in WTF, but I'm getting.
0: Should we go right WTF now, Tony? Should we just say screw it and do our two rest of the show?
1: The rest of the show. (laughs) Uh, Since the All-Star break, uh, you talked about how well VGK has played 22, 4, and 5 since the all-star break. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. Yeah. It's a great turnaround for this Cassidy.
0: Let's, I mean, you gotta give, you gotta start the credit with Cassidy. You have to, um, and just kind of reminiscing about a tweet I put out last night. Right. So you look at what this team has gone through, got a new coach, start there. expectations were, you know, in a weird place. You start with the Robin Leonard distraction early on the year before all the personal stuff happened, just not knowing what's going to happen. And, you look at the goalie carousel five goalies you look at the injuries our man games lost are actually flirting with last season but it's a little bit skewed if you consider Leonard and Patrick but still you, even if you take off those 160 games between the two of them we still are, I think are well over the league average as far as man games missed and some very quality players missed uh, you look at the contributions of the uh, AHL players that came up you look at what Pahal's done you look at uh, Miramanov he had a wonderful spell there for a while you look at what Ben Hutton's doing how how he's helping this team actually that's your seventh player right there how is Ben Hutton that's your seventh player right there I mean Amadio. that's a
1: true, that's a true seventh player right it really
0: is the true seventh player and yeah. BGK screwed that one up by not even giving him consideration but he is the truest seventh player this team has Um, but just looking at all the ups and downs of the season looking at the injuries looking at the goalies looking at a new system a new coach not the unknown of uh, last year with the way things ended. You know, Coach Cassidy kept this team together.
1: He, he loves talking about glue guys. How about calling Cassidy the glue guy for a little bit here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there was a great stat that ESPN put up uh, last night in the first period. The they first probably stole period. from somebody. Okay, VGK had 10 block shots from 10 different players. That's, That's pretty That's dynamite. Cool. That's, yeah, a that's, a, stat. That's, that's a, a dynamite step. That's a dynamite step, right? Yeah, in that first period. And it just shows, again, um, how much they're willing to give up their bodies and play defense now. So they are bought into the Cassidy system. That was a big question at the start of the season. Of course. As much as the players and the personnel was, how would they adapt to the Cassidy system? Is it more for Cassidy, who becomes the first coach ever to have back-to-back 50-win seasons with two separate teams. Is it more about the system, I wonder, with Cassidy or about the personnel? Or is it a combination of both? Because his system obviously works.
0: The system doesn't work without the personnel. Um, And I would argue that the system is vet-friendly, right? Because it's not a high-risk system. They're not out there. I mean, they're, they're plugging up the neutral zone, but they're not as aggressive on the other side of the blue line when i say the other side the offensive side of the blue line um i i still go back to season one and the forecheck of the vegas golden knights was absolutely relentless teams could not get a breakout going and that's when you had you know william carlson and riley smith and jonathan marches so that misfits line just causing so many turnovers right at the blue line creating immediate odd man rushes or breakaways and scoring that's Gerard Gallant, though. Gerard Gallant's gambling a little bit because if they crack that first layer, now it's a guaranteed, you know, odd man rush situation for the opposition. And VGK did give up their, share, their fair share of, um, you know, odd man rushes in season one. That's not what the season two team is doing. It's a little more relaxed with the neutral zone in the sense that you, I don't know if it's like a gap or a zone type thing, whatever. I'm sure someone who knows, knows hockey better than me can explain it better. But simply at the eye test, there is less risk there is less of an opportunity for the other team to come down and get that odd man rush. And maybe uh, the lower risk formula, if you will, is easier. You're not wasting as much energy. Wasting isn't the word, but you're not utilizing as much energy chasing down that forecheck. You're not chasing down like a Roman Yossi or someone with a Shea Theodore type speed who is very good with the puck and they're not going to create that turnover. So, you know, that's a big part of it. And I think just when you have, when you have the best record in a conference, a lot of things have to come together. Luck definitely plays a factor from the system, from the coach, from the personnel and everything in between. And, you know,
1: like season one, it's working in season six. Sean Burke uh, should get some MVP votes or he should the be co- the fourth coach award, third coach, uh, award. The second coach, the second coach award. Right. Yeah. Behind Cassie, second coach award. Uh, Yeah, you'd like to ask him, 1988, when you played against the Rangers, what was – oh, we can't talk to assistant coaches. It's all good. Coming up next, uh, of course, (laughs) Stanley Cup playoffs. They will start on Tuesday. So rigged because most of the league starts on Monday. Just kidding. It's going (laughs) to be half on Monday, half on Tuesday. You stop it. (laughs) So PGK will be at T-Mobile Arena, Golden Knights against Winnipeg.
0: This is well, what I have to deal no. with every day, folks. This is what I have to deal with.
1: Thinking indoor flyovers. Quit it. Quit it right there. None of that. Fair
0: enough. Save that. that that's what the Friday, too.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll talk about this when we return to the matchup. It comes up ahead right here on Locked on Golden Knights. There's a meme. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, you should head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. So just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know that this will be part of the fit. Or your money is returned. You get your money back. Because it's like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 parts to choose from, you can uh, be be back 122 million parts to choose from. Uh, You can be back in the game at no time at all. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Let's ride. Oh boy, Russell, Russell Wilson. Uh welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen. Don't forget coming up, of course, WTF and segment number three. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. So, by virtue of winning the conference and the Pacific Division Championship, Golden Knights now have home ice advantage up until the Stanley Cup final. If they get that far, uh, the Jets were the final team to qualify uh, for the playoff spot. We got to see uh, the Mark Shifley-led offense. He had 42 goals this season. Uh, we will get to see Nate Schmidt once again, right? He's still there, I think. And I know that you are very concerned about the goalkeeping. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, of course, in net. And he's a streaky goalie, but he had 37 wins. This season.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to start from the net out. And I guess, um, you know, what I love to say about the playoffs is if I'm, you know, simply handicapping a series, give me the best coach. Give me the best goaltender. Um, Brosois has been absolutely amazing, but he's not better than Hellebuck. You know, maybe he will be in a short seven game series, a short stint, I should say. But overall, uh, definitely Hellebuck gets the nod in that category. But Cassidy, certainly for what he's done you know, and maybe the defense of the Golden Knights will be the biggest X factor at slowing down some of that high-powered talent that the Winnipeg Jets do possess. Uh, VGK 3-0 against Winnipeg this season, one blowout, and they, the other two games were a little bit closer, if I recall. 5-2-2-1-6-5. Two, Jack-
1: two, five. Five, okay, yeah, two, so we had,
0: had a crazy high-scoring game, and then, of course, Jack Eichel with the amazing overtime goal right as a uh, uh, overtime was about to expire at T-Mobile arena as well. So VGK has handled them very well in the regular season. And we also did go four and one against Winnipeg in our only trip in our, one of our many trips so far, crazy to say that one of our many trips to the conference finals, um, winnipeg is gonna have a very good home ice advantage that is an incredible atmosphere for the playoffs just watch on tv that whiteout that they do and everything winnipeg will travel down to vegas pretty well and their fans are great i do remember interacting with a lot of their fans during the conference finals um, in 2017 it's gonna be a great atmosphere Uh, winnipeg is a great team they will give vgk a battle vgk should be able to um out finesse them And out depth, if you will, and they can out depth any team in the playoffs, certainly the Winnipeg Jets. So, you know, maybe line three, if it's still going to wind up being this uh, combination of Kessel, Stevenson and um, Barbershop. I keep forgetting Barbershop. He hasn't done much lately because she had that breakaway goal last night. Oh, Um, my
1: goodness. Yeah. And, And
0: Chandler Stevenson, for that matter. Um, and they they they, get, they try to kick the puck out in so many two on ones as well instead of just shooting. But that's we already covered that part of the segment. So you know, bottom line, uh, the Golden Knights are a lot deeper. The defense is a lot better than the Winnipeg Jets. That's not to say the Jets can't win. The parity in the NHL is absolutely amazing, and it would suck. But the Winnipeg Jets or any eight seed defeating a one seed would not be the most unexpected thing because that's face it, that's what makes the playoffs great. And let's hope the Golden Knights aren't on the wrong side of that storyline.
1: And uh, Larry Broswaw was the backup to Hellebuck for three seasons. So again, you know, when it comes to scouting the goaltenders, they're both going to know about tendencies and where they should shoot. Tony, you up. already gave
0: the scouting report to the league. They don't need they don't need
1: Hellebuck to tell them. Okay, uh, VGK. <laughs> finally, once and for all, to be honest, something we could not say at midseason: home ice advantage means something. For the Golden Knights right, because right. they were thirteen and thirteen. Remember, just blasting. That's when I did my rant about get off the Kool Aid, and everyone stinks. The team stinks. Team sucks. Did you do that yesterday stinks. too. I do that every day. But uh, so they started off thirteen and thirteen, and since 12, two and one. Since that point, I don't even know if that math. <laughs> They showed on
0: the podcast, Tony. They they said, listen, look what Tony's saying about you guys. Tony became bulletin board material.
1: Yeah, 25, 15, and 1 at home. That's from where they were because they were under 500. They leveled out at 13 and 13, and then from there, uh, that late kick. And so how much will the home ice matter, I guess, is what we're getting at here.
0: Oh, it's going to matter a ton. Um, there will be a lot of visitors in the arena, you know, that's – I mean, I can't even make the first game. I'll be landing probably as the puck is dropping. Um, there'll be a lot of visitors in the arena, definitely, and you know. But still, if T-Mobile holds, holds eighteen thousand, if you know four thousand Jets fans come down, which would be, I, I love the atmosphere, even if it's the playoffs. I don't care what any Golden Knight fan says. I love seeing the visitors in the arena. Um, it'll still be definitely very heavily tilted towards the Golden Knights. We're already waiting to see what the new pregame intro is going to be. Uh, Lee Orchard the Golden Knight cutting the jet in half is still my favorite uh, pregame intro of all time and Lee is already um, hinting they're taking it to a new level on Tuesday night Tuesday and Thursday for uh, games one and two as far as the pregame intro goes and just really from that moment you know it's uh, it's incredibly exciting it's a lot of fun and you know the party at T-Mobile is going to start you know three hours before the game starts I wonder if they're going to start showing the games outside like they used to it's going to be hot but don't it's start. gonna be hot, but listen, it's still because, it makes why it because
1: fun. the dictator won't open up T Mobile because he doesn't want to spend the money. So people are in air conditioning when the team's on the road. Come on, man. Oh, when they're on the
0: road, there's gonna be watch oh, parties. Probably and, and Hen- I think Henderson's gonna have all the official watch parties, if not mistaken. Okay. So Water Street. So I mean that's uh they can go inside a lifeguard arena when they get a little gets a little toasty outside.
1: So the games are set for the first two games of the series. That's Tuesday and Thursday, no times yet. Of course, it'll be around the seven o'clock zone. Maybe you'll get a six o'clock game in there. Who knows? Depending, Yeah, or, or, on the rest of the they'll, they'll be late
0: early because they're going to be stacking games. You know, there's going to be four games a day. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting.
1: Um Bruce last night told Linda Cohn that he is more flexible, the most flexible. He said he's ever been. I thought this was an interesting tidbit. Since he had that surgery, he said he's doing things and that that he could never do before. So credit everyone that helped him through the rehab and everything else and the surgery itself. And again, as Cassidy said, Broswa on a night where VGK wasn't clicking offensively, bailed out this team. How many more times can he continue to bail out VGK? And in this first series, okay, we know that it's Broswa's net now. And we know Cassidy goes with a hot hand. Will he stick with the hot hand if it goes five or six games? Will we see Brossois in net every single game? Or are they going to they're going to have to give him a little bit of a breather at some point, even in series one? No, you don't agree.
0: Yeah. The only way he's going to leave the net right now is performance based, and even if he has a single bad game, he still may not leave the net right away. Now, if he has two bit ba- two bad games in a row, now we're talking about something. But it's very rare when you do you see like I'm, I'm trying to think of just recent Stanley Cup champions, and I can't recall seeing any type of rotation uh, going back to when the Golden Knights were defeated by the Washington Capitals. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Grubauer, actually? Is it your Grubauer or Kemper? I feel like it was Grubauer for the Washington Capitals was the original starter. And he had a couple bad games early on against the Columbus Blue Jackets, where I think the Caps fell behind 0-2 in round one. And then in comes Braden Holpe, and then the rest is history, starting from when uh, he robbed Alex Tuck in game two to possibly change the entire course of VGK history. But that was not a rotation after that. Holpe had the net the entire time. Uh, thinking about... VGK's runs, even when they had Leonard and Flurry. And the only reason we ever saw Flurry in any of those games is because the schedule was strange because of the bubble, because of the strange playoff format where they basically had the round robin, a play in, and then the Stanley Cup playoffs officially started. And there were even some back to back games in there. So that's the only reason we really saw Marc Andre Flurry at all because it was Leonard's net. And if you even recall it one step farther, Robin Leonard started games six and seven against the Vancouver Canucks in that crazy round where, you know, the golden Knights forgot how to score a goal. Cause Thatcher Demko became the best goalie in the world for uh, you know, a week and a half of his life. So that the
1: guy from San Diego, go ahead. You lost me. You lost me. It's all right.
0: Go Just keep going. Okay. No, you're fine. No. So point being is you don't see a lot of rotations for the goalies in the playoffs. So the only way, like if bro Swad does come out, there's a good chance he stays out because Whoever comes back behind him, whether it's—I don't know if it's going to be. I think Logan is done for the season. That's just my hunch. Uh, So if Aiden Hill pops in, if Jonathan Quick pops in, I I honestly think Jonathan Quick has probably played his last game as a Golden Knight as well. Um, Unless Aiden Hill can't, you know, get healthy in time for the playoffs. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But the hope is Broswa starts about the next twenty-one to
1: twenty-two games. LT's got to be mad, mad. I mean, he's got to be really upset. Sucks. Yeah, he played. He's a huge part of this. He is an, an absolutely all-star. huge part of this. Yeah, it was an all-star, carried the team earlier on. No and, doubt. And uh, can't own the net here in the postseason, which is really sad. And uh, Nabil Ahmad is the new entertainment director, guy that I know, super dude. He's the new entertainment director for VGK, so we might see some other wrinkles. Okay? I'm just saying. Just saying.
0: They're going with the the, um, the epic movie-type scenario, if you look at it. You know, this is Chapter 1. The playoffs, you know, like the sagas and all that sort of thing, right now. So it's, I don't know. I'm sure that's got something to do with that friggin' uh, that weird box in front of T-Mobile Arena
1: that's smoking. And I think it's, I I think it's VGK players. They need to stay out of the box. Unlike last night, yeah, that was that second period was so disjointed. It was just what was going on. Yeah, but the penalties were all valid. Like you watch them. I mean, wait a second. There was pause, 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 pause. Jack Eichel did what okay. He drew the penalty, then of course, they had the makeup call. Whoever was defending him put the stick down to try to get the puck. And then this is a Cassidy move, I'm telling you right now that they're, they're not going to call this in the playoffs, folks. They will not call this. This is what Carlson did when he just did the flopperoo, where all of a sudden Eichel just turns to the left and falls over. Oh, it's tripping. Come on, the guy's going. Well, for- here's what
0: I don't like about that call, Tony. I'm glad you actually you brought that up. Um, so that happened in the lower right circle. So if we're watching the game, it was on the right hand side of the screen. If you notice, there's the referees, it's a two referee system. The referees are in opposite ends across the recharge. So like you both get a good view. The closest ref to the play does not put his hand up. Okay, fine. The ref who is right at about the blue line. And they even kind of trail sometimes to the middle is actually the ref that made that call. The yeah, one who's about hundred, you know, eighty or so feet away. And I didn't, that's the one thing I didn't like about that call. When well, you do watch the replay, the stick was there. It could have gone either way. It wasn't a
1: flop or anything like that. And I don't know if that's something that they call in the playoffs. That. That they they in the playoffs. I'll give they you that. They will not call that. They will not I'll call that. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, coming up next. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Long awaited. What the Friday. You don't want to miss it today especially if you jumped on the bandwagon to blast me. So we're going to return with Mark right after this. on Big Lockdown. wagon. That's a
0: huge wagon. Locked on
1: Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked on Golden Knights. Tony Credasco and Spicy. Chris Golick, we come to you from Las Vegas. Of course, each and every day, Monday through Friday. We appreciate you all uh, making us your first listen. Put Tabasco on my
0: coffee this morning.
1: <laughs> we love all of we love it. Just all of the comments that folks make on social media. Uh I'll just start off. Of course, I've got to eat a little crow here. Um Timothy Hansford took a really good shot at me and well deserved, of course. Only one. As promised, as promised. Kool-Aid, a eh, Tony? Kool-Aid? Well, double the sugar, throw in an extra packet. Swirl the sucker up and pour me a glass. I'm chugging that Kool-Aid because we are the West Coast champions. What the fries? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: boy, that's fun. Um, so my good buddy, William, is going to get gonna bat, lead off on this one. Uh, William Conlon, awesome friend. Uh, fun uh, fun uh, fellow breaker with me on whatnot as well. A lot of hockey stuff and a season ticket holder as well. Secret Creamery, um, local ice cream establishments. They've been sponsoring the BGK. They even have like a step repeat up, you know, where you can do pictures. They give you coupons for free ice cream and stuff. Pretty cool, right? Really,
1: you need to so. Snag a my few buddy of those. goes
0: down to what's that? Snag a few of those for the show. Yeah, now. no doubt. So, but here's the problem, Tony. Uh, he went to fashion show, Secret Creamery. Hey, cool. Here's my coupon. Let's go. Uh I don't. We don't know what to do with that. There's no manager here. We can't take this. Oh no. And he's like, "Huh? We you you can't take my." Coupon. Here, here's my coupon.
1: Execution. So, secret
0: creamery here. We got to step up our game a little bit. You're you're with the VGK organization here. You can't be putting fans in spots like this coming to your uh coming to your establishment, not redeeming your coupon. So secret creamery, WTF. Let's go. Uh,
1: the real Mr. Hoot uh had a nice little shot at me, too. This is gonna be the theme, I believe. Will Tony and the rest of the NHL apologize for not picking the VGK to win this season? WTF. No. At the I didn't time- pick him to win. At the time, at the time that I was blasting away, this team was not good. Okay. They were still it's learning fair. the system. Uh, I still had a lot of doubt, a ton of doubt about Kelly McCrimmon and the way that they ran this. Did you notice uh, Vince Sapienza had an interview with him yesterday? Of course, now he shows up there. But this has been all Cassidy. I, I'm not going to. You know what? Give give Cassidy his stinking flowers. WTF. Give Cassidy his flowers.
0: ESPN, uh, the, the, I mean, this is just an easy lightning rod and a layup to take shots here. So I'll start with the the telecast. They always usually highlight a couple players to watch in the game, you know, the hype before the puck drops, right? The second player they show to hype on the uh, Seattle side, Maddie Beneers. Okay, that's the face of that team, no doubt about that. Who do they show for the VGK side? Were you watching this yet or no? No. Phil Kessel. Like, listen, Phil Kessel is awesome. He's amazing right but he is not the one you highlight your telecasts around this is not the epic battle of phil kessel and maddie Beniers again this isn't even a shot of phil kessel i'm sure phil, no, phil no, kessel, no, 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 if he was sitting he, next he to me he would be shake his head like player. dude what are you doing not be here the this, is, this is dumb so that's my first shot at espn my second shot is who the heck is who the heck is uh peter angelo who have you ever heard of peter angelo I've never heard of Peter Angelo either. So, and then third, I'm, ESPN Pietro is showing Angelo. highlights early in, <laughs> on Sports Angelo. Center after Peter Angelo. Peter Angelo, yeah, Google it. Um, they're showing highlights of um, new Italian guy we got on the team. Um, they're showing highlights of the Oilers and uh, Sharks game because obviously that was an important game, right? That was the second highlight they showed after some stupid basketball game. And Matthias Janmark had a big goal that <laughs> game. So ESPN, like, this is the time of year you have to at least pretend to care about That's hockey. Right. Google some names, YouTube them. Just spend spend more effort and research into your million, multi million dollar production than me and Tony spend on our
1: two two hundred dollar production. WTF? WTF? WTF uh, <laughs> who should be wearing actually playoff beards outside of the players? The media guy. Not me. Should, I'm obviously. done with it. I'm done. Media, media people.
0: Did you put the Z lie. next to our name on lockdown yet, Tony? Did you put the Z next to it?
1: I should. I've got to put that up there. Holy smokes! I don't mind. That. A lot of people I,
0: listen. The fans okay. want to do their thing. I, I don't. The mind fans that. can
1: worried. do it. That's cool. The broadcasters of the home team. That is good. The front office. That is good. Me, I always wear the scruff, so I'm not trying to grow it out. And if I do, it's for my Rangers, okay? But the media people should not. You look at Media Row, go look at Media Row, and they all have this. That's enough. (laughs) WTF. I'm just sick of that.
0: Uh, Stephen Marsh might have something to say about that. I've never. That dude's clean shaven every time I see him. Shout out to Stephen Marsh, who actually does love does comment a lot about our show and stuff like that. He's Uh, awesome. Yeah, he made some comments about Tony and. Carlson we have a lot of fun pms going up and back and I can't show them. No, I, I could probably could show them. um so we hit this in the first segment why is that why is it a shorthanded goal when there are five players on the ice <laughs> there's no world that exists where you should put a notch in the shorthanded column That's when true. you I might have taken yours it's it's the no, dumbest no, no, thing no, in no. the world this is it's good. the this is stupidest good. thing I mean there's a lot of stupid things in in the hockey world but that by far was the dumbest thing as far as stats go at least that l- last night
1: uh the VGK power play definitely needs to improve in the playoffs. Uh, we were told—I say this because we were told that this, they glossed over it. Remember Kelly McCrimmon, and they just said, "Okay, Cassidy's here; it's all fixed, man. We don't—we're not going to have any issues with the power play." Cue the
0: prices, right? Music. Yeah. So now ranked
1: nineteenth in the league, and they said on the ESPN broadcast last night, VGK's power play twenty-eighth since the All-Star break. So. They really need to pick it up, um, WTF. They need to do something on special teams, and they're about equally as poor on the PK uh, throughout the course of the season. They have about the same ranking.
0: 20th ranked or something like that, yeah. Yeah, um,
1: so, WTF, they got to fix that.
0: I got another one here. Uh, Josh Fitzgerald, a Twitter um, media personality. I believe he's more based out of the San Jose area, which is – That's a problem in itself.
1: So he has
0: been just blasting the Golden Knights as far as their, their talent pipeline goes. Long and dark and glooming days are ahead for the Golden Knights. Apparently he hasn't watched what some of the kids have done at the NHL level this season. And apparently he forgot that a talent pipeline isn't necessarily needed considering what the Vegas Golden Knights accomplished in season one and what the Seattle Kraken are accomplishing in season two. So Josh Fitzgerald, you claiming that, you know, a team is going to go through a rebuild at some point is like turning on the Titanic and predicting the boat's going to sink dumbest take on the absolute in, in, in the planets that to say something like that. And the second thing this clown put out there, I say it's because he's blasted BGK. So I'm using my platform now to get back. Um, he put out a tweet about the Edmonton Oilers saying, if you take away Connor McDavid from this team, it is amazing how bad this team actually is. It's like saying you take Michael Jordan away from the Bulls and you see what they can do. Now, the, the Bulls actually were pretty decent without Jordan for a small run there. And they got absolutely hosed by the by the refs in the playoffs because the Knicks, uh, obviously, it was rigged for the Knicks to, to go make a run that year, Tony. Um but you know, so just this guy he's an absolute clown. if you want to follow him and, and see his terrible takes, you go right ahead but josh fitzgerald w t f you're you're a clown you're a goofball, and uh keep blasting the v g k from up there in Northern California. Let me know all your team's doing you know this year. suck for Bedard, bro, good job, yeah, talent pipeline
1: and that's little Chris yeah. making a cameo there and w t f tell him means w t f Chris
0: and Tony for their terrible predictions yesterday
1: yes, yes, uh, every day. Every day. Chris
0: has something. Go ahead, Chris. Say whatever you want to say.
1: report.
0: Yeah, VGK is the lead leader in the West. That's all we can do. We don't got time, but you only got two minutes left. You want to say anything else really fast?
1: No yeah. shout outs?
0: Let's go, cracking.
1: Let's go, cracking. Get out of my office. <laughs> Get out of my office. WTF is up with the fans of other here? teams complaining on VGK's Twitter and then reporting you for telling them to F off. That's from at Arizona Hockey Cards. It's got to be one of your bros.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 sure I know who that is. I don't know their alias, but it's pretty cool to see my some. Of my, oh, we had some big cards last night. Oh, here we go. Like what? Like what? Yeah, let's check this out, guys. We had some real big cards last night. Yeah, this is. I gotta show these off right now. So first we hit. This is a thousand dollar card right here. If you can see it, Tim Stutzla, Future Watch Auto. Strange thing about this card is it has an inscription on the bottom, but based on the numbering, that's not supposed to be there. So that's kind of cool, right there. But here's the gem we hit last night: Kirill Kaprizov, Future Watch, Auto, amazing. This is probably a two thousand dollar card right here. So we had what a. Is,
1: what does Auto mean? What is? Autograph,
0: that? autograph. Oh one card, autograph.
1: Sorry, man. That's
0: no, no. You're good, dude. You're good. You're good. WTF? Tony doesn't know what, an auto, what an auto is. You should have just said it. autograph. But yeah. Who
1: won the Edmonton game last
0: night? Edmonton won. Yeah, it might Edmonton. have been five to two, actually. It was it five to two because Chris said five to two last night. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Right? We I think it we was got forty seconds to, to look because Chris did call that, so Chris gets a little bit of redemption against the Sharks who are terrible, which Josh Fitzgerald still has me going about that. Let's see, Chris, were you right? Were you right? Were you right? Bam, he did. He said whoever the Oilers play are gonna they're gonna lose five to two. That was his quote. So the Gallics actually were pretty good yesterday. Tony, on the other hand,
1: well i'm
0: thinking about well, i'll just spend it the weekend They've to... Get five to yeah you get out of here you're done you're done all right we got a minute tony let's go before okay. you got to lose whole here. yeah
1: i have to figure a way to pick winnipeg in the series right because every, absolutely they, were just, they came at you me. you have to be
0: serious about it though you have to be serious
1: they, you can't they just came at me you know, hard. they came at me hard oh uh wtf for jack eichel uh he was going to score the hatchery hurry.
0: hurry tony We thank
1: everyone for tuning in. We appreciate (laughs) you for making us the first listen. Next week, of course, all playoff hockey all the time right here for my man Chris Gollick, Tony Krodaska from Las Vegas. See you Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights.